What's up guys, my name is Leif Farneson and you're listening to episode 35 of the Vegan Gym Podcast. My brother and I are vegan fitness coaches and bodybuilders who started this podcast as part of our mission to show the world that vegans are strong, healthy, compassionate badasses who are leading the charge against chronic disease, animal abuse, and climate change. We've had the opportunity to help thousands of vegans reach their fitness goals, but we're just getting started. Our goal is to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. So if you believe in challenging the status quo and showing the world how badass veganism really is, then this podcast is for you. With that, I'd like to introduce my brother, my co-host for the podcast, Anders. What's going on, man? Yo, what is going on, everyone? Hope you guys had a fantastic holiday season. We've spent some good quality time with friends and family. Hope you guys did too. And it, that just started us off on a great note for 2019. So yeah, we're, we're, ready, ready. we're ready to get it. We're ready to crush the new year. So if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you know that we really aren't big fans of New Year's resolutions uh, because we we tend to like live in a world where people uh, rely on a date to really get started. They're like, oh, now, now New Year's has rolled around. It's January 1st. And uh, now it's time to actually get back on track with my goals. Like I already gained the five pounds over like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So now I, I need to shred that off and then really start actually achieving my goals. They, they really like to rely on those dates because they like it to say excuses. You well, exactly. Know? <laughs> people, people always push their uh, what they need to do like down the road as far as they can. And most people will rely on a date, particularly January 1st, uh, to really kind of set their plans in motion. But that's just a big excuse to really never get started in the first place. And we see so many people do this, especially you can especially see this in the gym every January 1st when uh, you're working out consistently throughout the entire year. You've done your 12 months and then boom, like one day you're like, it's just like, you're like, holy shit. Why do the gym memberships quadruple? Right. (laughs) And then it drops off like the next month, which is actually a plus for us with our new gym guys that those that you don't know, we got a new membership to a powerlifting gym and there is no new year's resolution exactly which is it fantastic was, it was crazy we went in there this morning and there was nobody else we like the, the well the gym owner was there we met the it. owner of the gym and then he's like okay i'm gonna go grab breakfast like uh the gym's yours for uh the next half hour i was like what Like, where are all the people who have, like, New Year's resolutions and stuff? Well, they don't exist at this gym because this is not a New Year's resolution gym. And if uh, if you're really frustrated by everyone who has New Year's resolutions, then maybe you should find a new gym, too. Yeah, find a powerlifting gym. Yeah, we've actually talked about that on the podcast. (laughs) It's like some gyms, like, I'm not going to hate on any gyms because I think if you get to the gym, regardless of what gym you're going to, like, it's a good thing. As long as you put in work. As long as you put in work. But some gyms, like Planet Fitness, for example... Uh, not to name any names <laughs> like planet fitness will like try to crush your goals like any ambitious goals are not allowed in planet fitness <laughs> right but anyways that's a whole different topic we've talked about that before in the podcast but um we we mostly don't like new year's resolutions because they're focused on a date and they're focused on the idea of making a resolution like a resolution can be a good thing but when it's applied in the context of new year's resolutions it means basically 
I didn't do what I said I was going to do last year, so now I'm going to make a resolution to be different. So I can just push it off until next year. (laughs) So I can try to do it for a few weeks or a month or two and then figure out that it's not going to stick and then I'm just going to push it off till next year. So that's really why we don't like New Year's resolutions, but we do love New Year's goals. Exactly. (laughs) Now you might be thinking, that's the same thing, dude. Like resolutions, goals, it means the same thing. Actually, it doesn't mean the same thing. There's a huge difference between resolutions and goals. Like I just kind of mentioned, resolutions tend to mean I need to make a change. I might make a change for a little bit, but it's not going to last. Like it's a temporary thing, or it means that I've tried to do something in the past. It didn't stick. So now I need to have a resolution to actually change and to get back on track. It's the whole idea of like a uh, new year, new me. Right. <laughs> And, uh, and that's what a resolution is. Um, now a goal on the other hand is saying I'm continue to, to progress. I'm continuing to progress in, in pursuit of kind of my potential in pursuit of my ultimate vision for my life. It's non-negotiable. There's a huge difference between a goal and a resolution. A goal means I've already been doing work, but now I'm, I'm taking things to the next level or I'm working on the next phase of my journey. It's, uh, it's focused on progress, not the need to make a change. So a goal, like a New Year's resolution is a new year, new me kind of thing. A goal is a new year, better me. Oh, like that's, yep. that's the huge exactly difference it. between the two. <laughs> and I think so many people don't seem to understand that. People say, oh, I made my New Year's resolutions as in you like deserve a pat on the back or something. That doesn't deserve shit. Right. Like you haven't done anything. You've just resolved to do all the shit that you said you were going to do last year. <laughs> like that's not an accomplishment. Now, you've got a clean slate with 2019. It is a new year, and even though I just talked about us not liking to have like dates as being kind of like your primary form of motivation to change, you do kind of, it is a kind of a good day to, to make that change. It's a good time period to make that change. Uh, it kind of gives you a new slate. It's a new year, um, kind of like everything uh, tends to change from one year to the next. So you have a, a new clean slates. There's, there's no more bullshit that you have to be spewing about your goals and what you're actually going to accomplish. If you've been a New Year's resolutioner in the past... You have the opportunity now to change that for good this year. And be a like goal setter. <laughs> exactly. You can go from a resolution setter to a goal setter. And that would be huge. You can say that new, new Year's resolution nonsense, that's the old me. I might be setting New Year's resolutions right now, but they're actually New Year's goals because I'm going to follow through and make it happen. So basically what we're trying to say is your past doesn't define your future. It doesn't define your present or future. And I think lots of people um, kind of have that in the back of their mind when they're setting New Year's resolutions. It's like everyone knows 90 whatever percent of people uh, go out, set New Year's resolutions, and then uh, stop doing them like a month down the road. Everyone knows that, even the people who set the New Year's resolutions. So it's almost like I can feel good. It's it's like they're setting their resolutions and then kind of patting themselves on the back, like, okay, I did good this year. I, like, I, did, I did some I, work, but yeah. next year I'll do put a like, little bit more work right. in. It's a thought that counts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and so many people kind of fall down that trap, but 
uh, just because you've done that in the past, if that's been you, that doesn't mean that you need to do that in the present. That doesn't mean that you need to do that in the future. If you didn't accomplish what you set out to do in 2018, you can change that right now. Yeah, just break this out, year. Break out of the old habits, guys. Like yeah. that—that's just how society is with the whole New Year, New Me thing. It's like you can easily change that by accomplishing smaller goals and working on even bigger goals. Yeah, and so many people uh, seem to not understand that they can actually like. They can change in an instant. Like things, they can literally just decide right now. Like I'm going to be different. I'm no longer going to have these like half-assed goals. I'm no longer going to have these resolutions. I can change like that and make it be permanent. And uh, and I think that's that's basically what we're trying to push you to do. And if you're heading into 19 with kind of the same levels of health, the same levels of fitness, the same kind of relationships that might be kind of stale and and not really full of like love, or you have the same career, uh, you're kind of in the same spot as you were uh, at the beginning of 2018. If you're heading into 2019 at the same point that you started heading into 2018 with, then you've got serious problems. That's like, like a that, year plateau. <laughs> right. That's yeah, you've done a you've done a plateau for an entire year. You, and you, that's you've not, lived for a year, you haven't thrived for a year. Yeah. And that's not to say like you haven't had a good year. Maybe you did have a good year. Maybe you had some really high points. But if you are going into 2019 at the same level that you started 2018, like that should be a major wake up call to actually change. And that doesn't mean New Year's resolutions. That means you need to make some New Year's goals because resolutions aren't going to stick around. So um, as I said, we don't really like resolutions, but if you can say that I'm done living below my potential and then you can actually make resolutions to change and then here's the key part, you actually change and follow through, <laughs> then that would be awesome. And we'd, we'd really love to see that and help you in any way that we can. But most people don't do that. Most people set the New Year's resolutions and it just ends up becoming um, kind of a, a couple week thing. So, um, and, and lots of people tend to rationalize quitting their resolutions because they're comfortable. Like we see this all the time, the vast majority of people, especially in like developed countries where you have, uh, you have nice amenities, you have like basically all, all the things that you need to live a comfortable life. Um, you're, you're comfortable and you're like, well, I could set resolutions to change, but then you realize in a few weeks, it's not actually that comfortable to push yourself out of that box and really push yourself forward. So, um, it's easy to just say, well, I've got a pretty good job. I've got pretty good relationships. I've got pretty good health. Um, and then just say, just kind of become comfortable with that. And I totally get that because, um, honestly, we're pretty comfortable with where we're at. Uh, like we, we live in a nice apartment. We have a fridge full of, uh, delicious organic plants. <laughs> like we, we have a constant supply of purified drinking water. I have a super comfortable mattress. Um, and, uh, and that was actually a really good investment because that's, <laughs> that's been like a game changer. Uh, sleeping well is super important, but we've got nice memory foam mattresses. Um, I'm pretty much in the best shape of my life right now. And, uh, I have my health in order. I have pretty amazing relationships. I have the best job in the entire world. So I'm happy, healthy, I'm comfortable, but 
that's also kind of a concern to me <laughs> because right. because that that uh, that area of comfort is so alluring. It it just kind of like pulls you in and says like you're good you're, because your brain is wired to see comforts. Your brain is not wired to see growth. Your brain is wired for survival. And if you have all the basic necessities for survival, your brain doesn't want to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, it's not like, today, please. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm good. We're good. Like just just hang out. We're gonna we're gonna live a long, healthy, happy life. But but that's not that's not living to your full potential, and I think you're making a major sacrifice if that's how you decide to approach life. So we're we're really not wired to fulfill our potential. So we're kind of on some level we're kind of fighting biology here because we're telling our brain like this is nice, like I can be grateful for all the stuff I have, but it could but, be this, but it could be so much bigger. I could be living so much bigger. I could be doing so much more. My health could be 10 times better. My relationships could be 10 times better. My impact my, in the world my, could be in, 10 yeah, times exactly. bigger. Exactly. Uh, my job could be 10 times bigger. Like all of, or my career could be 10 times bigger in terms of impact, whatever. Uh, I know Anders knows we have so much more left in the tank. Like we have just, we feel like proud of what we've achieved, but we're not satisfied. We know that we have so much left in the tank. We're just, all I, we've I, done I feel is like just I scrape our potential. Exactly. I feel like I, I'm still at the point where I open the door and realize how much there is to grow. Yeah. And I'm, ju- I'm just stepping into it. Exactly. It's, it's and, the beginning yeah, stages. Exactly. And we've it's, been doing this for like two because, years now. Right. Because success compounds on itself. It's like once you're like, wow, if I could just do X, Y, and Z, that would be amazing. And then you get to X, Y, and Z and you realize, wow, I'm like 1% of the way to my potential. It's like, see – Success is always um, kind of like a it's um, it's kind of a moving target exactly. because it's always it's always down the road. You're never going to fulfill your true potential, you just, but you just get more hungry for more success. And exactly. I, I think that I'm going to go on a small little tangent here real quick, but I think the, the biggest reason why people do stop New Year's resolutions is one, because like they don't really know what they want. Yeah. They, they set a they set a New Year's resolution like I want to lose weight, and we talk about this all the time. It's like you want to be specific, yeah. okay? Like you want to have a specific goal and a reason why behind it that's fueling you to achieve that. Yeah. And a lot of people just go into the new year like, yeah, I'm going to lose some weight and feel better about myself, right? Yeah, it's there's like, no power behind it's it. It's like, what is that though? Yeah, and <laughs> it, it and it's it's a shame because like they 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 go into the new year with intent. They go with good intentions. Exactly. Like right. they're like the the people that start New Year's resolutions, like they're the most motivated people you see in the gym because the first two weeks they're like going at it, they're like getting ready, but they don't have the thing fueling them that keeps them and be able to sustain that. Yeah. They don't have long term commitment exactly. or consistency because they haven't grounded their resolutions in something that really matters to them. And then that's when they get hit by that wall of like, wow, this is actually so much harder than I thought it was. Yeah. And then that's when your mind starts playing that comfortable game and it's not exactly. they didn't they don't have that strengthened mindset that was like but you can do it and you will do it. It's just like, all right, let's go back to the couch and watch that episode yeah. of Netflix you've been thinking about all yeah. day. Yeah, these couple of weeks were pretty good. We had a yeah. good run, and uh, we'll just pick it up next year. So, uh, yeah, couch yeah. sounds good. And, and, and that, that just becomes a cycle. It, it's, it's really easy to go down that comfortable yeah. route. And, yeah, people, and we find ourselves every now and again, like, 
I, I think enjoying yourself every now and again is fine. But like there, there's days where we're still like, wow, I really just don't want to do anything today. But yeah. You, but you, we still get it done because we realize how we feel after we accomplish something. Exactly. Yeah, and also, for example, like, we don't have a television at our house. And sure, we'll watch movies, like, on our computers, like, once a week or once every other week. But we don't have a television at our house specifically because we know what that, uh, that could potentially lead to. Like, it's like a mosquito like, in light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will just draw us in eventually. And, um, and we don't even want to have the temptation there because we know that, uh, that, our brain just seeks comfort. We seek right. not expanding. We seek a comfort zone. And comfort zones are dead zones. And if you live in one for too long, that becomes your new norm. And that's the last thing that we want. Because once that happens, it's kind of like game over. Then you're just treading water well, until... The, the more comfortable you get, the harder it is to get out of it. Exactly. So you really, yeah, if, if you just stay in those levels of comfort, stay in those comfort zones, you really just stagnate and you become complacent. You decide, well, this is good enough for me. I'm just going to live an average life and, uh, and that's all society wants from me. So I'm good with that. But it's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And, uh, and it's really important to set really serious goals to set yourself up for success, okay? Not resolutions to lose weight or something like that, but serious goals that will hold you accountable and force you out of your comfort zone. So, how do you do that? Well, let's run through a quick exercise to uh, give you guys some massive value here. So, you can do this exercise either passively, like you can just like listen to it on the podcast and and think about it a bit and say, "Oh, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds cool." Or you can be uh or you can do this exercise actively, which is way more valuable and beneficial to you. So you can take some time to really think about this and write down your thoughts. Like literally as you're going through this, you can just pause the podcast and write down your goals or give it some serious thought and then after like uh you listen to the podcast, take some time to really think through your goals. And if you decide to do this exercise actively, um, I would love for you to shoot me an email. My email address is leif at the vegangym.com. I would love to hear your goals and That's help hold you guys. Yeah, it's L-E-I-F. <laughs> so I would love to hold you guys accountable. And, um, and I know that we have some freaking awesome listeners, but most people don't do this kind of stuff. So I'm calling you guys out and, and trying to provide some way that you can really establish accountability in your life and really follow through on your goals even if they are New Year's resolutions right now. So go ahead and do that. But anyways, here's the exercise. Let's say that it's one year from today. It's December 31st, 2019. We're at the end of the current year. And you look back over the 2019, over this past year, and you realize with pride that you have had the best year of your life. You're just overcome with happiness, gratitude, feelings of fulfillment. You just feel so much pride for what you've accomplished and what you've contributed to the world and the people around you. You've put in tons and tons of hard work and you've reaped the rewards of all that hard work and you can take pride in your accomplishments. Now tell me this. What did you do to make this past year the best year of your life? 
What things did you accomplish to make this year the best year of your life? Because that's going to set you up for exactly what you should be doing this year. Like if you decide I need to uh, shred down 50 pounds of body fat by the end of the year uh, because that will make me feel really happy and accomplished uh, just as an example for a fitness goal, then you can come back to the beginning of the year right now and say, okay, that's going to be one of my goals. And this is actually the exact question that I ask myself when I write out my goals. So I did write out my goals for the new year, and that's something that I do every year. I actually do it a few times per year, but, uh, but I do I like to do it in the beginning of January because, it's, it's uh, as I said before, it's a good time to establish some new goals. Not resolutions, but actual goals. So for example, um, I'm going to share some of my goals with you to give an idea of what, um, how you should kind of phrase your goals and, uh, and maybe give you some ideas for what you might want to accomplish or how to phrase them at least. So here are my main fitness goals. I want to hit a 315 pound bench press, a 405 pound ass to grass squat, and a 495 pound deadlift, which is a 1215 pound total by December 31st, 2019. So I'm currently at a 300 pound bench press, so that's increasing 15 pounds. I'm currently at a 365 pound astagrass squat, so that's increasing 40 pounds. And I'm currently at about a 425 pound deadlift, so that would be increasing by 70 pounds uh, over the next year. So that's my first main fitness goal. My second one is to gain three pounds of lean muscle mass to achieve a physique at 185 pounds body weight with defined obliques, shoulders, and abs by December 31st, 2019. Now, my third main fitness goal is to complete an Ironman 70.3 triathlon in less than six hours and 30 minutes by December 31st, 2019. So those are my main fitness goals. And, uh, and here are a few of my business goals. So for one, I want to publish uh, a book that I've been working on, which is called Vegan Fat Shredding Secrets. It's basically a book on how to get ripped as a vegan. I want to publish that by, de- by February 31st, 2019, and I want to sell 5,000 copies of that by the end of the year, uh, December 31st, 2019. Um, my second goal, I want to help 150 vegans to get into the best shape of their lives through our Vegan Gains Academy online coaching program by December 31st, 2019. Another goal, I want to hire a full-time content producer for the Vegan Gym by July 1st, 2019. Um, I've got a bunch of other goals here, but uh, I'll, well, I'll say this one because it relates to the podcast. I want to publish an additional 50 episodes of the Vegan Gym Podcast and surpass 200,000 podcast downloads by December 31st, 2019. So I've got a bunch of other goals here, but that's, um, those are just uh, some of my main goals that I have over the next year. So Andres also went through this exercise too. He's written out his goals so he knows what he wants to accomplish this year. Uh, so what are some of your goals, dude? Yeah, I got super fired up when I was talking about my fitness goals. Um, so to start, I want to be at 155 pounds, 10% body fat being able to squat 375, bench press 300 pounds, and deadlift 405 by the end of 2019. 
and which I think would be freaking awesome that if would I was be awesome. able to get that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I want to earn my pro card in the NPC by December 31st, 2019. So for everyone who doesn't know, what's the NPC? Uh, National Physique Competition. So yeah. uh, committee or one of those. I forget which one. Uh, yeah, I think I, it is I, committee. I think it's committee. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a bodybuilding show. So I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to do physique. For that, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say physique. It's a bodybuilding. I think it's called a federation. Yeah. So exactly. Okay. Um, awesome goal. What else? Uh, another personal goal is to be completely 100 percent debt free by April 1st, 2019. Heck yeah! And th- this that's something that I'm super stoked to accomplish, and I will accomplish that goal. Uh, smaller goals, uh, and so you talked about a lot of the, our business goals. So I have the same exact business goals, obviously, since we're in business together. Yeah, yeah we talked through this together, <laughs> so I just kind of stole so some of I, his I, thunder for that. Yeah, I have, I have one more for the business goal is we're going to create a vegan supplement by the end of August 2019 and sell $20,000 worth by December 31st. Yeah. So, awesome goals. To be continued on that. Yeah, we're um, gonna, we'll tell you guys more about that later. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we're setting these goals in motion now because it's the beginning of the year. Again, it's a good time to set these goals and to set kind of a, a new uh, roadmap for what you really want to accomplish in your life in the new year. So there's some key takeaways that you can take from uh, this exercise that we went through, kind of the way that we phrase our goals and how we communicate them. So the first main takeaway here is that these are massive, uncomfortable goals. We're trying to push ourselves way outside of our comfort zone because that's where true growth happens in life. So the second thing that you can take away here is that every single one of our goals has a number associated with it. That's because we can track progress towards a number. But if you say something like, I want to lose weight, there's no number attached to that. Like you, you have nothing to measure your success by. So you lose half a pound uh, by the end of the year. Does that I'm mean you're <laughs> Does that mean you are successful? Are yeah. you going to feel really happy about that or accomplished? No, and, you're not. And so we're not just to, saying this, guys. Like we hear this on, almost on like a daily. We hear basis. this a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we also have gone through this ourselves. Like there was a time where I used to set kind of like I used uh, to say I want to build muscle. Yeah. It's like, like, what? What does that even mean? <laughs> I like, you need, you need a way of tracking your progress and you can only track things that really have a number. And, uh, and the third thing that you can take away here is that they all have a deadline. Lots of these goals have a deadline of December 31st, 2019, the end of this year. But a lot of other goals have, uh, uh, deadlines like uh, in the middle of the year or partway into the year. And that's because uh, we have kind of a total roadmap for really what we want to accomplish over this year. And we know uh, that certain things have to happen in a certain order for that to be accomplished. So those are the main takeaways that you can have here. Um, another thing that you can take away here is that we just established massive accountability. So that's one of the main reasons we just decide to talk about our goals in this podcast and share those with you. For one, we think that can help you in kind of establishing your own goals. Um, but for two, we really kind of established massive accountability and, um, and now, that's, now we're obligated to, now we're it. obligated to <laughs> do all of these goals because guess what? You can measure them and you can, uh, you can check in with us at the end of the year and say, hey, did you accomplish this goal? Or you can run into us at like a veg fest or something and say, hey, so I know that you want to you deadlift 495 pounds by the end of the year. So what's your current one rep max? 
And I'll be like, uh, well, uh, and if, if I start spewing off excuses, <laughs> check back until next yeah, year. <laughs> if I start spewing off excuses, you call me out. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why we do this. So it's really important to establish massive accountability. And in fact, the reason it's so important to establish massive accountability or, or rather how you can establish massive accountability, uh, the number one way that you can do that is by surrounding yourself with like-minded people who can hold you accountable and push you to achieve, to achieve your full potential. We do that in fitness. We do that in our business uh, with people who are friends, with people who are um, kind of partners in, uh, in networking groups that we're, that we're a part of. Uh, with, with a business coach, with stuff like that. So that's, we hold ourselves accountable, uh, with numerous people and numerous groups. And you can do that too. I, I think this is, that's a very important key, a part of, part of your transformation or your goal setting is because like, I feel like I'm a very driven motivation, uh, uh, driven individual on my yeah. own and having those, that support group, like, like our vegan gains Academy community or, or our family and friends that are really into fitness and they yeah. can, they can come work out with us and that type of thing. It's, it's really nice knowing people understand what you're accomplishing and they do like, it just comes up in conversation. It's not like they're getting on your ass about anything, but it's nice to know people know what you're doing. Yeah. So you, you can't just lie to yourself and let your mind, the comf- comfortable part of your mind get a, the best. Exactly. Of you. When I when I'm talking with someone, I don't want to say, "Hey, uh, lovely weather we're having," right? <laughs> I want people to say uh, instead, as small talk. So, how how are things going in uh, in your business goals? Like, tell me about X, Y, and or, Z. Or it's like, "Hey, Leif, I, I remember last time we got together, you wanted a 315 bench. How how's that going, dude?" Exactly. And, yeah, and it, it doesn't like, have to be like, "Dude." Where are you at right now? Right. Like, give me the stats. Like, no. But then I know, like, oh, this guy remembers. This guy's holding me accountable. Right. I, I force myself to do that, even though it's uncomfortable in this. Right now, it's uncomfortable to think about everything that I need to do in the next 365 days or 363 uh, uh, days or whatever it is to accomplish these goals. But I'm holding myself accountable because uh, right now I feel really fired up about my goals. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go out and do these things. But I know if I don't actually really hold myself accountable by telling people about this, then that's like that motivation can wear off. And that's what happens with so many people who have New Year's resolutions. Like the motivation wears off because they haven't set defined goals. They haven't set goals that really fire them up. They haven't set goals that and and uh, and tell and they didn't tell people about them to really hold them accountable in actually pursuing those goals. So it's so important to set yourself up to win. And one of the main ways that you can do that is by surrounding yourself with like-minded people who will hold you accountable. Tell your friends and family, tell, uh, tell anyone who's around you what your goals are and be very transparent about that and make sure that they check in with you on a regular basis. So, and it's also really important. I know that some friends and family are just kind of like in your life and maybe you can't uh, really push them out of your life. But um, as Jim Rohn, a, a very famous entrepreneur and motivational speaker has said, uh, which is a very uh, well-known statement, he says, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So you better make sure that the five people you spend the most time with are uh, kind of like have the the relationships the uh the career the kind of uh health and fitness that you really want to achieve and if they don't uh you should probably start surrounding yourself with other people uh that doesn't mean you have to 
kick everyone out of your life, but start bringing in more people who really uh, mirror kind of what you want to accomplish in life. So if you're thinking, yeah, I've heard that, but I really don't know five successful, ambitious vegans who will support me and push me and stuff like that. Um, we've got a pretty amazing opportunity for you that I think you should, uh, that you should really take advantage of. So the 2019 vegan fitness challenge starts yeah, in less than buddy. three weeks. Um, super and this stoked is, for this. yeah, we are super excited for this. The vegan fitness challenge is one of the coolest things we do. We have an awesome community of people. So is, is this our third or fourth? I, um, for, I forget what. Fourth. I think it's our fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to join a private Facebook community of ambitious and supportive vegans who can really uh, surround you and help you to achieve your goals, vegans who are really crushing it in the gym, in life, then I really, really uh, suggest that you apply to uh, the Vegan Fitness Challenge. So the com- um, the, this community is unmatched, guys. It is. I, I'm yeah. telling – like, it's amazing. It you cannot even describe it in words. Yeah, I I belong to tons of vegan groups online. I uh, and I I'm admittedly uh, quite a bit biased, but this is hands down uh, the best group. Um, Anyone online. in that community yeah. would say so too. So yeah, <laughs> and there's so, two hundred plus people. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, if you want to hang out with a couple hundred other awesome vegans who are uh, just like out to crush it in 2019. The next challenge is happening the week of the 24th of January. So uh, you should really apply if you want to take uh, kind of your goals to the next level. You'll get the opportunity to interact with us uh, directly and, as I said, hundreds of other uh, like-minded vegans. Um, And we're also going to teach you a bunch of awesome things about how to uh, get ripped and how to really become a vegan badass. So (laughs) it's going to be a good time. And if you haven't joined the challenge yet, um, I don't know what you're waiting for, but uh, you can head over to veganfitnesschallenge.com. You can learn more about it there, and you can also sign up. So my question to you is this. We went over the exercise on how you could really take 2019 uh, to the next level and actually achieve some really awesome goals. My question to you is this. Is 2019 going to be your best year ever? I really hope so because it'd be super sad to go into a year and uh, uh, kind of like without the expectation that's going to be your best year ever. Like just thinking, yeah. oh, this is going to be like a normal year. Like, like screw that. Like this should be the best year of your life. So go ahead, make your goals. Uh, go to veganfitnesschallenge.com. Sign up to join us and hundreds of other awesome vegans. That so, doesn't mean to just wait until that challenge. Get ahead. Exactly. Get, start, get started now. <laughs> get to the gym. Get, just start working towards a promotion. Yeah. Something, guys. Just start. Yeah, set your goals. Just start implementing. It's yeah. like we say all the time in all of our pockets, all over, all our social medias. It's like. There is never a perfect time. Yeah. So just fucking yeah. commit. Yeah. Well, as uh, the ancient Chinese proverb says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Exactly. The second best time is today. It's right now in the present. So let's crush this year and keep challenging the freaking status quo. <laughs> <laughs>